Enforcing Christ's Victory to Earth, Part 7, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. There are two kingdoms waging war. It's the kingdom of light against the kingdom of darkness. The Word, also known as Yeshua, stands against the prince of this world, Satan. They both have a plan, one for restoration of man, the other for his destruction. The irony is, they oppose one another through mankind. You see, there are also two species of man. One is the image of the enemy, an altered race with the blood of angels, mingled with their human blood, according to Genesis chapter 6, verse 2. The other is in the image of Christ, as they have entered into His blood covenant. His DNA, His stem cells, reinforce and purge their blood, altering them to His image. In other words, it's Adam's descendants, the altered race, Satan's body, against the last Adam, those that are born through the Word and united into the body of Christ. The Adamic race is under the physical laws that govern earth as well as the laws created by man's systems. The last Adam submits to man's laws for the sake of order, but they live by the laws of the kingdom. Where they conflict, they serve God, not man. The laws that govern the world are subject to kingdom law. For instance, as mentioned in the previous blast of this series, according to the natural laws of the world, you cannot walk on water unless it is frozen. But Scripture tells us all things are possible in God, so that law would supersede the world's laws and the father of the new species. Yeshua walked calmly on the sea. In his mind, he had perfect faith in the sovereignty of kingdom law. Satan is doing everything in his power to stop man's faith in kingdom law, and the battleground is in our minds. You see, man has been controlled through the mind since the garden. For 7,000 plus years, Satan has told them what they could do and what they could not do. He has either flooded man's minds with negativity to hinder success that would benefit the kingdom, or filled them with positive thoughts if it's something he wanted them to accomplish for him. An example of negativity, he may say to man's mind, I am depressed. He hears, I am depressed. Man, look around him. Why am I depressed, he wonders. He actually thinks it's his thought, because Satan interjected the thought into his mind in the first person. It may by chance be a rainy day. Oh yes, it's so gloomy. That's where my depression is coming from. Lack of sunlight. Satan just pulled him into a spiritual law of God. Be it as you believe. Scripture says. It is a spiritual law, and God's sovereign authority makes it so. Satan is quite clever at doing this. A whole world has been built according to Satan's whims through this tactic. He feeds his desires to man in the first person. They take his thoughts as theirs and do exactly what he wants them to do. The children of the covenant, those born through the word, are not easily as fooled, however. 
As they begin to mature in their father's knowledge, they more easily begin to discern the thoughts of the enemy. They think through Scripture, and if their thoughts do not line up with the Word of God, they know exactly where the thought came from. They also know very well where the battle really is, not with flesh and blood, but in their minds. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 5 backs this. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For the pulling down strongholds, mindsets based on knowledge, learned from the world's intellect, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The knowledge of God is far superior to the limited knowledge Father shared with the angels that taught the altered race of man. The knowledge of the one that created the universe far surpasses that of a mere creature he created. Yet fallen man has built a whole world and its systems on this limited knowledge. In Enoch, the seventh from Adam, we read, Enoch, chapter 16, verse 3, You have been in heaven, speaking to the fallen angels, but all the mysteries had not yet been revealed to you, and you knew worthless ones. And these in the hardness of your hearts you have made known to the women. And through these mysteries, women and men work much evil on earth. Apostle Paul said it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Not only is this knowledge limited and partial, it is tainted further by the pride, lust, and perversion of the angels behind it. In fact, Satan himself first introduced this knowledge to Eve, her acceptance of this perverted thinking, the ingestion of his lies in her mind, gave birth in her heart to desire further his wisdom. An altered species began at that moment and would over time be further weakened and susceptible to corruption, decay, and death. God had warned, don't touch, don't taste of that knowledge, knowing it would destroy them. He knew his children would die. Again, let us turn to the book of Enoch. Enoch, chapter 69, verse 11 says, For men were created exactly like the angels, to the intent that they should continue pure and righteous, and death, which destroys everything, could not have taken hold of them. But through this their knowledge they are perishing, and through this power it is consuming me. Satan corrupted not only Eve through this knowledge, but all she and Adam were made caretakers of. Instead of multiplying and being fruitful, all would now be born to die. This was the fate of all creation. 
The whole earth suffered terribly along with all on it, as Eve's mind became one with Satan's, binding her and all her descendants forever to him. He became their father and prince of the world they would build. Because of Satan's evil wisdom, man is blind, deaf, and crippled. Their bodies are riddled with terminal diseases, minds are ruined, children born deformed. On and on the list of tragedies go, yet ignorant man continues to pride himself on what he has learned of the world's knowledge, and the horror story continues. Romans chapter 1 verses 22 through 28 speaks plainly of them. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Man is worshipped just about everything except the Almighty that created him, all brought about because of the knowledge they chose. Their minds and bodies are contaminated through the lust and perversion permitted by the world. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Mankind's bodies are corrupted, mortal, subject to disease and death, because of these things. They are traits bred into man through the angels and condoned by their twisted knowledge. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. The covenant children understand how man, once perfect and in God's image, became an altered species. As descendants of Adam, they turned into a people capable of carrying out the morbid desires of Satan. They also completely understand what has been fed to the minds of mankind is horribly deadly. They comprehend as well how the first man learned lust and perversion from Satan's knowledge and therefore chose flesh and blood as a means of reproduction. They know also that the offspring of this type of union will die. Thankfully, God had a plan for our restoration that has now been revealed to the children. Jesus would be born into the altered race to die for our mistakes. Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 through 16 Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to the angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 tells us, And if you are Christ's, 
then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. But, more importantly, they understand John chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water, baptism, and the Spirit, born through the Word and filled with the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Being born after the flesh continues the bloodlines of the lustful angels, exactly what Satan wants. Instead of the infusion of angels being bred out over time, their bloodlines grew stronger. What the flesh desires, based on the world's knowledge, is entirely different from what our spirit man, through the knowledge of God, would choose according to his law. Mates were therefore chosen, and children born to them through the flesh and that knowledge. Guess what? We are those children. Now do we better understand why we must be born again, this time through the Word, the knowledge of God, through the incorruptible seed of God? 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23 Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever, God's knowledge. You see, God's knowledge, His word, was given a body suit to dwell on earth, to return God's wisdom to man. It was, in fact, the same knowledge that Adam and Eve had so foolishly turned their backs on. The word was named Yeshua in Hebrew, or Jesus in English. He is the Lamb of God, the light of the world. Or you could say, God's knowledge is the light and life of the world. Everything was created through the Word. John chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. All things were made through Him, the Word, Yeshua. And without Him, nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The kingdom of darkness still cannot comprehend it. John chapter 1 verses 10 through 13 He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. God's covenant people establish his kingdom on earth as they establish his knowledge, and the light grows stronger. Revelation chapter 21 verses 23 and 24 explains the end result. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb, the Word, 
Jesus is its light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 6 tells us, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God. The righteous and the elect, God's new species, will walk in this light, and even the holy angels, those that did not follow Satan, are at this time encouraged to learn more of God's knowledge, as we see in Enoch. Enoch chapter 63 verses 2 through 6 Blessed are you, you righteous and elect, for glorious shall be your lot, the church glorious, and the righteous shall be in the light of the sun, and the elect in the light of eternal life. The days of their life shall be unending, eternal, and the days of the holy without number. And they shall seek the light, choose God's knowledge, and find righteousness with the Lord of spirits. There shall be peace to the righteous in the name of the eternal Lord. And after this it shall be said to the holy in heaven, the faithful angels, that they should seek out the secrets of righteousness, the heritage of faith. For it has become bright as the sun upon the earth, and the darkness is past, and there shall be a light that never ends, and to the limit, number, of days they shall not come, for the darkness shall first have been destroyed, and the light established before the Lord of Spirits, and the light of uprightness established forever before the Lord of Spirits. Through those born again through the word, the new species of man. In closing, remember the battle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light is in our minds. Satan controls and defeats man through accusations, deception, and lies. The elect know his blood has satisfied all charges and by the word of their testimony, based on God's knowledge, they will prevail. Man's intellect, founded on the world's knowledge, backs the kingdom of darkness to the defeat of this world and its systems. While the minds of those born through the word are being filled with knowledge that will bring a new heaven and a new earth into being for the kingdom of light. Through Christ's victory on the cross and God's knowledge backed by the sovereignty of his law, there is life and hope for all on this planet. It is also through the light of this knowledge the kingdom of darkness is destroyed. Creation is restored and Christ's victory is enforced to earth.